Welcome to Crushing on Callisto 6, a limited run podcast that fangirls over a limited run RPG on Project Alpha and Geek and Sundry, plus craft talk inspired by the show. I'm Darcy. I'm also known as Slightly Foxed on all the socials in one form or another. This episode is recorded after the release of issue number five, and it may contain spoilers. Okay. Well, after issue number five, it looks like we're finally getting going on some plans um, of how to move forward and find out about their powers. So that's really exciting. Um, my, f- even though there's lots of like parallel adventures going on, um, I confess that I'm most interested in Lacey's dip into the deep dark woods of the deep dark web. Starting out in the deep dark woods, I mean, that's that's fairy tale territory. We know that things lie there. And um, I was pleased and immediately taken over by um, the fox in the top hat who comes up to Lacey and says, who are you? A lot of you would probably think that that's a natural <laughs> thing for me. Um, I do have slightly foxed as my um my moniker and most of of the socials in one form or another it's there's a underscore between slightly and foxed on instagram because there's some some person decided to take the other but whatever um and the reason why i have that moniker is just in brief and you'll see this a lot in, in the description in my like my twitter profile um Foxes are very totemic for me. Um, I, I love, and I'm really interested in them scientifically. I love to read about behavioralism. Um, fox, the word fox can also mean clever. So when I say that I'm slightly foxed, I think I'm slightly clever. Um, we also use it as a term for someone who's attractive. And uh, so I'm slightly attractive. Um, we also can use it for if someone has been foxed, they have been befuddled, and uh, I am slightly befuddled. And it's also a it's also book term um, when a book ages and gets yellowed, and uh, some the especially in the older papers that you'll find it get gets fuzzied, and we tr- call that term as being foxed. And so. Um, so if a, a book, an antique book is slightly foxed, it means there's, it's showing some slight, ver- slight notes of age. And <laughs> guess what? That's me too. But anyway, um, a fox is a, a, the fox, why this fox was so compelling to me. Um, I know there's a general symbolism that comes up with when you see a fox, um, you're thinking of, mischief, you're thinking of uh, cleverness, you're thinking of trickster, and all that is completely valid. Um, Foxes themselves in the real world, um, even though they're canines, they show a lot of um, cat-like behaviors. They hunt alone, they pounce, Uh, they live in very small groups, which is usually like um, a mated pair and a female relative of some kind and they co-parent, and usually that mated pair stays mated for 
most of their life. Um, so they're very, they live in small groups. Um, I think another thing about foxes is their appearance is not an overt threat to humans until they've gotten into the chicken coop. Um, they aren't as they aren't as threatening as say a wolf or a coyote. They're they're very beautiful and compelling, and so it's like before we've realized that they are a wild animal, they are already digging into whatever you need. <laughs> um, and they're also, the other thing about foxes is that they're extremely adaptable. Um, they do live in the woods, but you will see a lot of foxes in some cities. Uh, they are, they can learn to adjust. And those are kind of my favorite, when I find pictures of like a fox queuing up in an ATM, those are the, the most interesting to me because to me, they've, they've kind of figured it out. And again, it's, it's like the animals that we know which I think lowers our defenses, but it's still a wild animal. Um, I really became, you know, I kind of, I kind of liked foxes for a long time, but uh, when I dipped into folklore about foxes, um, especially when I was working on my undergraduate degree in English literature and I got to read the Reynard tales, um, which Chaucer bases one of the stories on, uh, there's a whole series of French tales of, of a fox who is, he's sometimes repentant, um, most often not, often brutal, often a family man. He's, uh, he's basically humanity kind of thing. Um, in the East, uh, Eastern mythology, specifically uh, Japanese mythology, there's the kitsune, which... Um, is usually either a, f um, it's a fox that disguises itself as uh, either a monk or a beautiful woman. Um, sometimes it's for mischief, sometimes it's for destruction. Sometimes they're very sad stories of falling in love with humans. Um, but there's a, that tradition, uh, tradition too. And also, so I'm, I've always been fascinated that whatever culture comes in contact with foxes, um, they are compelled to absorb it, absorb them into their mythology. The other thing about foxes, and <laughs> forgive me for this, for this uh, sidetrack, but the, this is just, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed with my love for them. Um, one of the things behaviorally is uh, there's uh, you may have seen there was a there's a video that's um, been trending right now about how uh, human friendly foxes that have gone through several generations of um, genetic uh, genetic specific breeding in Russia um, they look for behaviors of a fox that is human friendly. Uh, but there is a difference between, and I think some foxes, again, that's why we lower our defenses. There are some foxes that are very curious and are very bold and will come into yards and, um, and interact with humans. And that's their personality. But the thing is, there's no such thing. Sorry, little prince. There's no such thing as a tamed fox. Um, they are not, they, they can be human friendly, but not domesticated like a cat or a dog. Um, 
if you follow one of my favorite things to follow on instagram is juniper the happiest fox in the world and if you have an oh my gosh she's so beautiful and so cute and the way she interacts with um her boyfriend the dog moose and others uh, but i love that her owner is very clear that even though juniper is a pet um she still exhibits wild behaviors she's destructive she claws things she's smelly um on the on that trending video they talked to a couple who had a fox as a pet and they say they poop everywhere so um i think there's a big difference between something that's human friendly and actually domesticated so when so what so there's one of these things so when the fox comes up to lacy and says um who are you which is a very alice in wonderland thing to say and then the fox goes on to say you shouldn't trust you you know are you is this how you appear well you should not trust anyone even me um whenever someone says this in anything that usually means that this person we know them that they're, they're we know them already and they're going to turn on us in some way um which makes me wonder i don't think this fox is a is a random person i think this is a in-game character um and i'm one and so i've been thinking about who is the fox um an obvious answer would be uh kylan kraus but the thing is he you know he show the fox shows up and then later on um kylan kraus um catches bonnie and luma the bonnie pff, what am i doing <laughs> hops and luma in the tour and kind of traps them at the end um and that so that could work time wise but to me um when a character says you shouldn't trust anyone even me it means that it's someone that we already trust and there's going to be a turnaround and to be honest um i don't think we, i don't think we really trust kylan kraus at this point uh my vote is probably for michelle davies who ran off with lacy's portfolio um i think michelle has taken a look at it and seen the potential that lacy has and knows who lacy is and um i think michelle's going to turn on them in a very weird way we don't really trust her that much but she's kind of an unknown quant quantity right now too um or maybe it's somebody we have yet to meet um like a scientist with uh with callisto 6 i don't know It, to me that's a very interesting thing and of course lacy uh has a really scary um interaction with um a character named tails and eric was very careful to say that you know tails is actually a really is it's a real thing it's a real security um security for for uh com computers i am talking this so wrong today but you know what you're just going to get it see i'm kind of was like i was with i was with hector of like you know when you said tails the first thing i think of sonic the hedgehog's character and you know eric's not dumb i think he knows that that's going to 
tick off some people, especially when you get into deep web stuff, you start going ready player one um, and start looking for connections in pop culture. And um, now the thing is Tails walks into Pyramid Star's firewalls and destroys them. And that, of course, that could be Kylan Krauss because he, you know, they're his. But this is where I think because of the antagonism, I would say probably it'd be someone more like Michelle Davies from, from Cassium. So I don't know. I don't know. And the other thing, too, that makes me think that maybe Tails and the Fox may be interconnected is they both say, who are you? Now, I know this is like, this is a phrase that would make sense to say, but um, it's so, there, there's, it's that Alice in Wonderland. It's what the caterpillar says. It's, I, I think these two are interconnected in a way and I'm anxious to see. So <laughs> that's my conspiracy theory going on. And I had such a, um, I had such a weird reaction to, I was so excited about seeing this fox and listening about this fox. And I immediately jumped while watching and um, I drew, I've, I've been drawing this cartoon fox named Rodney Danger Fox. If you look on my Twitter profile, um, that's the thing that's in the, um, I, I can't word today. What is wrong with me? It's, it's in the banner there. It's, um, I, that's a crocheted version of a cart. I basically have been drawing this fox since eighth grade, which is its own story. Um, but I had to draw Rodney Danger Fox as the fox in the top hat. I jammed it out in pencil and then ink and then um, I've been playing with watercolor pencils, and so I so I did a wash and added some color. Um, it was super fast. It's not as good as a lot of the other people, but I did submit it for the reel just because, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. So we may or may not see him come on through, but I I, I enjoyed doing that that little tidbit. That was really fun. Um, the other thing that I did while watching this episode is I went back to working on my robot. Um, this design has, it has kind of like this brain area because it says it's, um, the designer note said that it's inspired by the Cybermen from Doctor Who. Okay, so there's another connection with all of our RPG shows. Um, but the way, so there was, it was kind of weird. It had to fold in on itself. And then I had to figure out how to seam it all together. And it didn't look right. So what I did is I added kind of a crown of double crochet around the top. Um, I also was trying to figure out what color eyes, whether to do all black, which is very sympathetic. But I found these great, in my stash, I found these great silver safety eyes. And I think they really work. Um, so... The torso, the torso and head are done. Uh, now I have to do the limbs, which are long and it's just, but, but it's long, but it's also non-thinking knitting. So I think I can crank it out, which is kind of exciting. Um, as I'm making this robot, I do think it belongs in this world, but I'm trying to figure out where in this world this robot would fit. Um, I thought maybe Lacey's 
workshop, except that it's a little pristine. So maybe it's one of the pyramid star robots, like um, like a protocol robot. I don't know. I don't know. So that's my question to you is where do you think this robot is from? And the other thing is, what is this robot's voice like? Um, I would be very interested to hear what people think this voice, this robot sounds like. What is their purpose? What would they say? Because I haven't figured that out yet. And um, one of the joys of making stuff is to draw other people in. And I'm anxious to see what y'all think. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble about foxes, which I really love, and um, listening to my conspiracy theories and such. Um, as I'm recording this, it is September 19th, which is Talk Like a Pirate Day, and I am actually, I just thought I'd let you know that I am wearing a pirate hat that I have made myself. Um, I made it myself in 2008? No, 2000. Anyway. I've had it for a long time, <laughs> and uh, yes, I'm so I'm dressed professionally in a dress with uh, an octopus on it, a whole bunch of doubloon jewelry, and a pirate hat, and I have no shame about it, so yar. Um, but in the meantime, I cannot wait until Friday so we find out what happened to our characters, and we continue to find out what is Callisto 6 anyway. Maybe my new ending should be, stay foxy.